Welcome to the sermon podcast of Faith Lutheran Church in Oregon, Wisconsin, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ crucified and the promises of God that our faith clings to. For more information, visit us online at faithlutheranoregon.com. From Jesus Christ, in the beginning, day and light were born. From Jesus Christ, in the beginning, time itself by which we celebrate birthdays, was born. And from the beginning, through the procession of day to day and time to time, all creation looked forward to the day when light, eternity, and the day spring himself would be born. So today, on the anniversary of the birth of light and eternity and day, we rejoice. We rejoice because God, who is above all things, has come under all things. And in so doing, has given us a joy far removed from the darkness and the ignorance of the world. No problem is above God's control, and yet there is no problem in which God himself does not come under in his birth. The the sublimity of this, God has revealed even to the littlest ones, by causing faith to be born in their hearts. Through this word, by himself, all things were made. The most important, under the realm of the invisible creation, is your faith. In him was life, and that life was the light of mankind. And so today, the birthday of Jesus also means the birthday of your faith and the birthday of your life. So because of this birth to you, no matter what problems you and I suffer, let us rejoice and celebrate. Rejoice, you Christians, men and women alike, because Christ became man born of a woman, and we are all honored. Rejoice, you children, for Christ has been born a child. Rejoice, you who are single, for Christ sought not marriage, but you to make you his holy bride. Rejoice, you have no children, for a virgin has been born, has, has brought forth a son. Rejoice, you who have lost children, for God gave up his son for you. Rejoice, you who are sick, for, for, for he has taken on your infirmities to heal your sin. Rejoice, you who are, are captives under the burden of the law, it's the birthday of the one who has born, been, been born under the law to set you free. Rejoice, you who are slaves. It's the birthday of the one who himself took the form of a slave to make you a son. Rejoice, all Christians. It's the birthday of Christ. So let us stand now and sing our festival hymn, Rejoice, Rejoice, This Happy Morn.
John chapter 1, verses 1 to 11, 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him everything was made, and without him not one thing was made that has been made. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. The light is shining in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as an eyewitness to testify about the light so that everyone would, be, would believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The real light that shines on everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and yet the world was made through him, and yet the world did not recognize him. He came to what was his own, yet his own people did not accept him. But to all who did receive him, to those who believe on his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. They were born not of blood or of the desire of the flesh, over husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and dwelled among us. We have seen his glory, the glory he has, as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And we pray. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by the truth. Your word, Jesus, is the truth. Amen. I came across this week an old uh, Jewish tradition that, that says that, that shortly after the beginning of the world, the first time that Adam witnessed the sunset, he grieved all through the night. He was unaware of the dawn. In his mind, the disappearance of the sun and the advent of the darkness could mean only one thing. The sun was dead, and darkness now reigned unchallenged. Legend, though it is, this, this captures an almost universal human experience. There comes a time in everyone's life, almost everyone's life, when, when we feel like the rays of light and hope and joy have, have all but been extinguished. Darkness alone remains. But you see, this is darkness trying to comprehend what it can't understand. See, it's not that darkness has ever just suddenly come. Just because we may suffer more at one point than another doesn't mean darkness has overcome the light. It's the other way around. John says, the light is shining in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. But this light is hard to see. Impossible even because the darkness is not just out there, but in here. As John says, the real light that shines on everyone was coming into the world, yet his own people did not accept him. Because we were born of flesh and blood. I don't know what Adam really thought at that first sunset, but the Bible does tell us in Genesis 5 that, that though Adam was made in the likeness of God, yet after he fell into sin, Adam begot a son in his own likeness after his image. Every birthday since the birth of Adam's son was a birthday of more darkness, of more evil, of more arrogance, and more pride. It also meant the birth of more sickness and more death. Like Adam, and like Adam, we, we always want something more than what God is giving. 
And this is true at Christmas, isn't it? At Christmas, we, we want a frame of mind, warm, fuzzy feelings. But Christmas can't deliver that. Some years we recognize that. In fact, Christmas proves our worst fear. We are in darkness. We have Christmas because we sin. Every son or daughter of Adam has this problem of Adam. We are exiled in the darkness and we cannot understand, we cannot receive the light. I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. In the darkness of our sin, we don't even know what the light is. We're blind and we don't even know it. And so we grapple for things that, we, that, we cannot, that, that, that cannot save us. And we rightly mourn when we lose those things, thinking that we've, we've lost everything when we can't see what we really need or what we really have. What we really need is the Creator, not created things. And the Creator has come to us. He's come to us to, to create something in us, something that will fill every hole, something that will give light even in the darkness. And actually, it's not a, a created thing at all that's in us, but himself. You see, Jesus comes to me, a broken, lost, blind, and condemned creature. He enlightens me with his gifts of word, and water, and bread, and wine. He sanctifies me. That is, he sets me apart from the darkness. He sets me apart from my darkness, and he puts me in the light. And there he keeps me until he will come again. But to all who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. They were born not of blood or of the desire of the flesh or of a husband's will, but born of God. We are given a new birth, one that we had no more part in creating than we did our first birth. We are born of the will of God through baptism and the Word. And this is everything. When the light comes, there is no darkness at all. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. Skip forward me, with me, if you will, to a week before Christ's passion. He's entering Jerusalem, and he comes across a blind beggar named Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus hears Jesus uh, and cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. And the people called the blind man saying, cheer up, get up, he's calling to you. And then Mark gives us this, this little seemingly insignificant detail. Bartimaeus tossed aside his outer garment, jumped up, and went to Jesus. You've seen beggars on the street. That garment that would have been folded, or would have been folded up in his lap with all the money he had received. It was his warmth. It may have been even everything he owned. Yet he throws it away, not even knowing if he's ever going to be able to grapple for it and find it again in the darkness. And Jesus gives him sight, 
saying, your faith has made you well. By virtue of his new birth, this blind man who had nothing now has everything. The word became flesh and dwelled among us. We have seen his glory, the glory he has as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The incarnation of Jesus, of God, the eternal God, becoming flesh, taking on on your and my stuff, means the birth of your faith, the birth of your life. And it's the birth of your faith and life, not because you are able to, to travel back to Bethlehem and witness the birth of Jesus and lying in a manger, to see a sign and comprehend that God has come, but because the light has come to you. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter your status, no matter what darkness you've experienced this year or ever will experience, the light has come to you. The eternal God is born for you today. He is born in his holy word, and what is your highest good? His holy supper. We could take away everything. We could take away everything that that we normally have at Christmas. We could take away the, the sun itself and still have Christmas. The darkness cannot overcome it. The night will not win. The night has not won. There is a light that has dawned upon you and nothing in this world can take that away from you. Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.